Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Job Discipline. This is Jeremy Kalmanovsky. Today we're studying page, uh, Eruvin, page 55, Nun Hay. After a couple of pages of more agotic or lore-based material as opposed to legally-based material, we return to the question of how it is you set the boundaries of the city. You, of course, remember if you've been studying Eruvin that you cannot walk more than 2,000 cubits beyond the edge of the town on Shabbat or Yom Tov, and today we're going to talk more about how it is that you calculate that. As a basic general rule, you consider the outward edge of the town, the house, the last house at the edge of town, you make a square that uh, that should constitute the town, and then you imagine you, whether or not the, the line of houses is actually jagged, you square the line off, and you consider it 2,000 cubits from the edge of uh, of, of that line, and you know, we, we figure out we figure out those things. We talk about uh, uh, whether or not the, the presence or absence of a house in a given a given vector uh, affects that so much. And we uh, furthermore go on and talk about the kinds of um, non-house structures that can be counted as part of the city. You know things like watchmen's huts and storage shacks and things like that. And this brings us at the very bottom of page Nunhe Amud Bet to uh, an interesting discussion of Tsurifim. Uh, those of you who are listening to this may well be camp graduates, camp current campers or camp graduates. You know what Tsurif we say nowadays around the camp is a bunk. Um, so now we're going to talk about people who live in Tsurifim, but we don't, of course, mean camper bunks. We mean Bedouins, or something like that, people who are literally at the edge of society. And the sages, uh, you know, they, they, they look down with a certain amount of pity upon people who live in Srifim. I don't think it's mean, but I think it's an awareness that, um, you know, that there are people with really sort of ugly lives that are not part of uh, refined human society. I, maybe the reader of this page looks for a little bit more sympathy towards towards those folks than, than the rabbis quite uh, demonstrate here. But I think it's fair to say that you know all societies have people who are 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 homeless or who live at the edge of society that that elicits from people a kind of um, pity slash disdain and. The sages say down at the bottom of page that Amar uh, Rabbi Huda Amar Rab, Rabbi Judah says in the name of Rab, Yoshvet Surifim Vehotei Midbarot, those who live in huts or those who uh, migrate through the desert, Chayehen Enam Chayim, that life is no life at all, Unishehem Uvnehem Enam Shalahem. And their wives and their children are not their own. Uh, obviously, we're speaking about a uh, 
the male is treated as them and the wives as their wives. It's not, not the way modern people might want to uh, approach this matter. But it suggests that there is a, a, a set of people whose lives are so penurious, so poor, so sad, that the people who live this way, that's no life at all. And among the things that that does is it diminishes their ability to have um, ethical and faithful sexual relationships. It, 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 the, the men go off, the women are abandoned, or alternatively, the Talmud suggests that the bathing facilities are so poor, and they, they may mean both ritual, postmenstrual immersion, as well as simple hygiene, uh, they're so poor that people have to travel a, a long way to, to keep clean at all, and that tends to put them in sexually, um, uh, you know, dangerous or, or promiscuous situations. This is, this is no way to live. Uh, the text goes on, and another sage, Rabbi Eliezer Ish Biria says, Yoshveik Tsurifim ki Yoshveik Farim. Living in a hut is like living in a grave. And uh, that's no way to live. So I, while I don't think that uh, we necessarily want to concur with the sages uh, about with the, with the harsh tone that is perhaps uh, extended towards folks who, who are suffering this way, I do think that it is a positive thing for us to note now in, in 2013 that, uh, that there are certain kinds of ways to live which are no life at all. And society ought to worry about people who are Yoshevet Sreefim, they ought to worry about people who are dwelling in the huts, and it's partly society's job to help them uh, dwell in a little bit more dignified place that befits the dignity of all human beings to, uh, to live the Salamalazim, to live in ethical ways. That is the way to live. Thanks for studying today's page with me. I'm done for the week. And I will study with you again in another couple of weeks. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.